Hi, everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britain Frost. And today we are talking about Christmas market cruises. And, you know, I, I've only been on one Christmas market cruise, but it was one of the best experiences that I have ever had. I, I really, really enjoyed it. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience on my Christmas market cruise. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the Christmas cruise offerings for 2020. Um, so first, yeah, as I said, I'll talk about mine and then we'll get into um, the offerings by the different cruise companies. So my first Christmas market cruise was with On the Waterways in 2010. And this wasn't just my first Christmas market cruise. It was also my first river cruise in Europe. So before having done this cruise, I had only done in a river cruise on the Mekong. And so I had only done one river cruise prior. Um, so it was really cool, you know, just to kind of have the European river cruising experience. And I really think it was enhanced by the Christmas market, Christmas, winter aspect. Because something that was really special about this sailing that I really enjoyed was the fact that it was, you know, a little bit chilly because I like the cold weather. And so for me to like bundle up and go take walk, you know, do walking tours and things like that um, was really cool. But then also it was kind of this European river cruise experience that I had never had and I kind of, and I longed for. But I think that, you know, when you go and do a Christmas market cruise, it's kind of what you see in the movies or, you know, what you think of when you think in, of Europe at this time of year where everything is snowy and, you know, of course, that's not always the case. But on my cruise, it was, and I think on a lot of people's cruises, it is where it's snowing and you see these markets and everything is lit up so beautifully and, you you know, you have the twinkling lights and it, it was a great experience. Now, that being said, this was almost 10 years ago. And so my memory of it is is still pretty strong. Um, but as far as like exactly what I did day to day, I can't go into that much detail. But I do just kind of want to talk a little bit about um, the onboard experience as well. So when I took this cruise, I was 14 or 15 years old, like it was in 2010. So yeah, I guess I was 15. And um, uh, there were surprisingly a lot of children on board. So I was one of probably six or seven children, which for a river cruise, I feel like is a lot unless it's a dedicated sailing for children. Um, over the summer, I've seen a little bit more kids recently, but at that time too, it was pretty rare for there to be that many children on board at once, um, at least from my experience. So that was really neat. And I, I really loved that there was you know, children on board, but honestly, I didn't spend very much time with them. I spent more time with the adults. And it, it, I think that a lot of people kind of felt the magic of Christmas aboard. And, you know, everyone was so happy and willing to talk to everyone. And I've been on a lot of river cruises that I kind of expected to be like that one where we were all just kind of hanging out in the lounge and telling stories and you know, really getting to know each other and, and forming a, a solid group um, because it was so easy to do so on that cruise. And I have had river cruises that were like that, but I've also had some that weren't. And I, I do kind of relate that to the fact that it was a Christmas sailing, but I also just think it was a great group of people that really enhanced my my sailing. Um, and, and I do want to say, too, that one of the women that I was cruising with was Jewish. And so it's not like, 
you know, I, we talk about Christmas market cruises and I guess some people are calling them festive cruises now or holiday cruises, but you know, the Christmas markets are, are stunning and there's so much to see. And, you know, it's not like you're being presented information in a way that where you feel like it's being forced upon you, I guess. And so you're kind of able to go look at the markets and kind of separate the Christmas aspect from them. Although you do see a lot of Christmas themed decorations, but kind of just like enjoying it for what it is. And so I think that there were, there definitely was a Jewish, um, woman on my cruise who I got really close with. And then there were people of different religious backgrounds as well. So not everyone aboard celebrated Christmas. And I think that that is something that is important to note as well is that, you know, these, these cruises can be enjoyed by a lot of people. So, I mean, it was, it was a great experience for me. I really, as I said, I enjoyed the weather and, um, which it was really cold and it was really snowy and there were parts of the snow that were up past my ankles and, you know, to the middle of my shins. So it was a European winter experience, you know, a German winter experience. So uh, be prepared for that if you do go. But I just, I really had the best time and we had New Year's on board, which was so cool. Everyone got dressed up and, you know, and then we had people on board. We had Glassblower come on board and show us how to make Christmas ornaments. But, you know, I think that part of the charm of this cruise was was definitely connecting with people on board, but then also going off into these villages and, and towns and seeing these markets and kind of just looking around and really taking it in. And you really feel the season. Um, and so it, it was really, it was really, really just a special, special trip and one that I will remember forever. Um, we went to Amsterdam. I mean, it was a great, it was, it was just, it was a great cruise. So that being said, you know, anyone that's considering taking a Christmas market cruise, I would definitely encourage you to do so. And funnily enough, if you've listened to the podcast before, you might have heard me talk about this. This is actually the only river cruise that I have ever taken that's been disrupted because of a problem with the water. So we ended up having to be bussed and get on another ship. Um, and so I think that it's interesting too, that I have such positive memories affiliated with this cruise that was disrupted with a problem, um, with the water. So, um, that is kind of, I think important to note as well, because a lot of people have questions about water levels and just to kind of say that, you know, this was one of the best river cruising experiences that I have ever had in my life. And we had to switch ships and we had to be bust and, you know, it, it was just, it's, it's important to note that I think, because, you know, you can still have highs after something goes wrong. So now I think we should talk about the itineraries offered by the different cruise lines. And we're going to go through this quickly. I don't want it to feel like I'm just like spewing information at you all. Um, but I do think it's good to talk about because a lot of these, um, itineraries have different, uh, a lot of these cruise companies have different itineraries and, and they all have something that makes them unique. So I'm going to go through this. And, um, if you have any questions or if you want more information, I did write an article with all of this information in it. So I will be linking that in the description as well. So first we have Ama Waterways who has four week long Christmas market itineraries. And I did the one on the Rhine. Um, when I did mine, it was aboard Amabella in 2010. Um, and even though three of these itineraries take place on the same river, 
three are on the Danube and one is on the Rhine. Um, the one on the Danube has different stops. And then there's also one that's on on the Magna, which is the new ship that's double wide. So all of these sailings are seven nights if you're looking for just kind of like a basic river cruise itinerary. Not sorry, not to say that there's anything basic about these, but as far as the ports go and the itineraries, they are kind of what you would see more from a traditional Danube itinerary or from a Rhine itinerary. And then they incorporate the Christmas markets into them. And I will say, you know, you've already heard I had a great experience on my cruise. So I think that you know, you can't go wrong with AMA. I don't think you can go wrong with a lot of the companies on here. Um, but yes, so they have all of the itineraries are seven nights if you're looking for um, one of those. And then we next we have Avalon. Avalon has the most extensive list of itineraries that um, that I that I researched and that's on this list. Um, the itineraries range ev- uh, from four days, which is pretty short to 17 days and they sail on the Rhine, Danube and the Mine. So on the waterways we just saw on the Rhine and the Danube and a lot of other companies will only see on the Rhine and the Danube, but um Avalon does sail the Mine as well. And they com- they do a combination sailing which is Christmas time from Budapest to Basel. Um, of course, that's Budapest, Hungary to Basel, Switzerland. And that one sails all three of those rivers. So the Rhine, Mine, and the Danube in one journey. Um, there are nine itineraries here. And as I said, they range from four to 17 days. So it's really good, you know, if you want to take a short sailing and kind of get a taste, or if you want to do a long sailing and kind of, you know, see a lot of Europe in many different cities um, and travel further distance, you know, you can do either one. So yeah, you have a 17 day itinerary, a 16 day itinerary, a 13 day itinerary, a 12 day itinerary, a 10 day, a 10 day itinerary, an eight day itinerary, a seven day itinerary, a five day itinerary, and a four day itinerary. And as I mentioned, those are on the Danube, Rhine, and the Mine River. Um, and then, uh, we have crystal river cruises next. So crystal offers four Christmas cruise options. Two of these itineraries take place on the Rhine and two of them take place on the Danube. As I mentioned, we'll see that a lot. Um, so the delightful Danube Christmas itinerary takes guests from Budapest to Regensburg. Um, but then the Danube Christmas dreams itinerary that's offered concludes in Vienna. So you have three seven night itineraries, one 10 night itinerary, but it's funny because the two Danube itineraries are the same length. But as I mentioned, one goes to Regensburg and one stops in Vienna. So of course, if you do the one, the two Vienna, you're going to be seeing a lot more of Austria. um, And then you're not going to make it all the way to Germany. And then the two Rhine itineraries, one goes from Amsterdam to Basel, Excuse me, they both go from Amsterdam to Basel. Um, but of course, the 10 night, you're going to see a little bit a little bit more than you would on the 7 night because um, you have some extra days there. Um, so yes, four of those. Now, next we have Uniworld, who has seven Christmas cruise itineraries. And those range from eight days to 13 days. And like Avalon, Uniworld does sail the Rhine, Danube, and the Mine rivers, but also the Seine River. So I think that two things that make Uniworld stand out on this list are that they sail the Seine and that they sail the Rhine, Danube, and Mine as well. And then also 
there are so many overnights on these sailings. So it really does set Uniworld apart um, from the companies that, you know, we, we will look at today. So for example, there's an itinerary called the Grand Christmas and New Year's Cruise. And that is a 13 day cruise from Nuremberg to Budapest. Now, if you know, usually that itinerary sits within a seven day window or a seven night window. So the sailing is shorter. Um, and it makes sense because on this itinerary, you have four overnights. You would overnight in Nuremberg, Regensburg, Vienna, and Budapest. So you're doing a sailing that could be condensed into a shorter period of time. And in fact, it is often. Um, but this one, you do get those overnights, which is why the sailing is quite a bit longer. Um, and then so those sailings range from eight days to um, 13 days. And I do want to talk about the um, the France itinerary as well, just because as I mentioned, sailing on the scene is unique to Uniworld um, for this Christmas market cruise um, list. So this, uh, this itinerary sails round trip from Paris. Um, and I am not a great French speaker. So I'm not going to name off any of the cities, but it only sails France. And it, as I said, it sails around a trip from Paris and, um, it will include a visit to Versailles. So that's one that I can pronounce. Um, but yes, so Uniworld sails the same and then also has the overnights, which is kind of what makes it, it unique. Now Viking is also unique. So Viking is unlike any of the other river cruise companies that we'll look at today because, Viking doesn't have dedicated Christmas market sailings. Um, what Viking does do, however, is add the components of the Christmas cruises to its Ryan and Danube itineraries, like when the season comes. So if you're sailing at, in the Christmas season, you have a chance, uh, excuse me, you have a choice of four itineraries that will incorporate that Christmas element. So um, you have two on the Danube, which is the Danube Waltz and the Romantic Danube. Um, and then you have two on the Rhine. So you have Paris to the Swiss Alps, and then you have the Rhine getaway. Um, and then those both go from Switzerland, or excuse me, the Rhine getaway goes from Switzerland to the Netherlands, and then Paris to the Swiss Alps starts in Paris um, and ends in Zurich. But you do go through uh, Germany there as well. So um, next we have Tauk. Tauk offers four eight-day Christmas itineraries. So they're, they have two itineraries that are very similar to those that we've looked at. They have Christmas markets along the Danube and Christmas markets along the Rhine. And of course, both of those itineraries are on, one is on the Danube, one is on the Rhine. Eight days, pretty straightforward. Um, on the Christmas markets on the Danube, you're, you're going from Nuremberg to Vienna. So you're not going all the way from Germany to Hungary, like we do see on a lot of other Danube sailings. This one goes just uh, from Nuremberg to Vienna. So um, you'll do a lot of exploration in that area. And then the Rhine one, you will do Switzerland, France, and Germany. Um, so you'll go from Basel to Cologne. Um, but then the two itineraries that really make Tauk stand out is one is actually new for 2020. So that's the Yuletide Spirit itinerary, which goes from Brussels to Amsterdam. Um, which is just an interesting sailing route because we, we don't see that in Christmas market sailings. Um, so you'll be going to Brussels, Antwerp, Ghent, um, 
Amsterdam and, and more cities as well. Um, so that's an interesting one. And as I said, that will be new for 2020. And then also Talc is the only cruise line, which is surprising to me, that has a Christmas cruise that is dedicated to families. So Tauk has this thing called Tauk Bridges, which I'm sure if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me mention before. Um, but this is a bridges itinerary, which means that it's specifically curated for families with children. Um, so this one is the Holiday Magic Danube Family River Cruise, and that's eight days from Regensburg to Budapest. And I was reading about it a little bit because I really like to talk about multi-generational and family travel. And there's some really cute things that they're doing. Like they'll do a scavenger hunt in Bratislava. And it just really, it seems really fun. And I think that crew, taking a Christmas cruise with your children would be so cool. And especially if they had activities like that to do. So I think that one kind of really stood out to me as one that, that, you know, if, if I could, or if I had children, I would, I would like to do that one. Um, next we have scenic. Scenic has four Christmas cruise itineraries as well. They range from eight to 15 days. Now the most notable itineraries in scenic's lineup are two 15 to two 15-day itineraries that sail from Amsterdam to Budapest and the reverse. So, I mean, if you think about it, that is a long way from Amsterdam to Budapest because usually we're sailing from Budapest to, you know, sometimes as short as Vienna um, and sometimes to Nuremberg, but that's kind of your traditional Danube itinerary is, is kind of south of Germany to Budapest, and this one goes all the way up to Amsterdam. So, that one covers a lot of ground. Um, and then of course they do it in reverse as well. So both of those are 15 days. And if you're really trying to see a lot, go the furthest distance, that is going to be the itinerary for you. Um, and then next we have Emerald. So Emerald is an offshoot of Scenic. They're sister companies. Um, and they also have a 15 day itinerary from Amsterdam to Budapest. Um, and then they have two other itineraries that are eight days, one on the Rhine and one on the Danube. And then we have Quasi Europe, who is unique as well. I mean, what you what you'll see as we talk about these and you know what I noticed as I was writing this is that all of these itineraries seem so much the same, but then you have different ports and you have different overnights and you have different um places where you embark and disembark. So the, the itineraries really are not that similar on any cruise line for the Christmas markets, which I think is cool because sometimes when we're looking at regular sailings, we do kind of see everyone doing the same thing. Um, so Quasi Europe offers four short Christmas market itineraries. And when I say short, I mean between four and five days. Um, three of these cruises sail round trip from Strasbourg and only explore France. And the other sails the Danube. So the one that sails the Danube is pretty interesting. Um, it goes round trip from Vienna. So you go to from Vienna to Budapest, overnight in Budapest, then go to Bratislava and then back to Vienna. Um, so it's just, or maybe you go from Vienna to Bratislava to Budapest and overnight and then, but it, anyway, it, it's just, it's a five day sailing and you're only visiting those three cities, but you really get this kind of in-depth exploration because you get an overnight in Vienna and an overnight in Budapest. And what I will say is that on the Danube itinerary, if there were two places that I really would love to spend more time in and feel like I could spend 
tons of time in, it is Vienna and Budapest. So for someone looking for a short sailing, I think that that's a really, really good option. And then, as I said, you do have the other trips that are round trip from Strasbourg. Um, and then last we have Riviera. I'm not going to speak too much about Riviera because they actually haven't announced their 2020 Christmas sailings yet. They've just announced the 2019 sailings. Um, so that's a Rhine and a Danube itinerary, um, five days round trip for the Rhine itinerary, um, excuse me, five days round trip from Cologne for the Rhine itinerary and six days round trip from Budapest for the Danube itinerary. So, I mean, I think that in conclusion, really, I would highly recommend a Christmas sailing for anyone who's interested in it. And if you are interested in it, in a sailing, um, you can reach out to Ralph or me because we are actually hosting a Christmas sailing aboard Ama Magna this winter. And as I mentioned, I had a great time on my Ama sailing. I think that it was so magical. I love the itinerary that we're doing on the Danube. And it would it will be really interesting to see the Christmas markets on the Danube as I have only seen them on the Rhine. So if you are interested in that, um, my email is always in the in the description, but you can also go to our websites, which are also always linked in the description. Um, and we can get you set up on that cruise. And then also, as I mentioned, if you want to look more into this list, you can do so, uh, with the link in the description, but I hope that you all have a great week as always, and I will see you next time. Bye. (laughs) 